Welcome to the Infinite Project podcast. My name is Stephen and I'm the owner of the Infinite Project. We help men and women finish losing body fat for good, doing something they can stick to long term. We're against fad diets and quick fixes. We always play the long game. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about five basics that you can focus on to kickstart your progress. And I guess these five basics are basically the foundations uh, of what you kind of want to build if you're serious about, you know, dropping body fat and getting to that place where, you know, what you're doing now is a new normal and you've got that transformation for good. So starting off with the first one. So number one, one of the the, the big foundations, um, I guess they're not, they're not in any particular order, but number one is protein at each mealtime. Now, most people, nearly probably like 80% of the, 80 to 90% of the clients I initially start working with, most of them don't eat enough protein. Um, so protein intake will 100% help fill you up for longer. It's going to help give you better energy levels. Um, I think those two alone will have a massive impact on your progress going forwards and being able to be consistent. Because if you're not hungry, the whole process is so much easier. And if you've got good energy, like again, things are so much easier. So most people don't eat a lot of protein. You look at the average breakfast, it's usually a bowl of cereal, a slice of toast in the morning, for example. Um, there's nothing wrong with those foods in themselves, but we want to try and increase our protein intake a wee bit. So at breakfast, that might be, you know, having a, a high protein yogurt alongside it or having some eggs and, you know, bacon medallions in the morning or smoked salmon or whatever it may be try and have some sort of protein source at breakfast time same with lunch and supper time if you do that your overall protein intake could be there or thereabouts um for for the day so that's the first thing i would focus on making sure you're getting a protein source in each meal that will definitely definitely make a big difference going forward now the second um foundation uh, or pillar i guess we could call it is hitting one to three strength workouts a week and getting seven to 10,000 steps. So this is more to do with the exercise side of things. So most people, again, that are probably listening to this or that I've worked with, you know, their main goal is to look toned, defined, lean, athletic. They want to look good in clothes. They want to look, they want to look defined. They don't want to be shredded or like a bloody bodybuilder or anything like that, but they want to look good. So if you really want it, if your main fake focus, your main focus, sorry, is to look good. Then 100, we need to be doing some sort of strength work uh, each week. Um, if you, the thing is, when we're losing body fat, if we don't do any strength work, um, our body will, you know, over time break down our muscle mass and use that as energy. So we want to make sure, in a way, we're almost like reminding our muscles that yeah, we need you, stay here. So that strength work is so 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 important if you neglect it then quite often what you'll find is yeah you might lose a lot of scale weight but you'll get to that point where you've lost a lot of weight but you're still not happy you don't look defined you don't look toned or lean um you, you almost feel soft and um like almost skinny fat i think the term is um so yeah hitting those strength workouts will definitely help maintain that muscle so that when you're losing weight week to week um you know it's it's, it's gonna be body fat that's coming off it um, so yeah, hitting that one to three strength workouts is ultra, ultra important. Um, you don't have to be doing crazy amounts of exercise. It's just finding something that works for you. I've got clients that do one workout a week. I've got some that do four. It's finding what works for you and your lifestyle. But I would try and get at least one workout in per week um, just to tick the box there. And that 100% help you get more toned and defined as you go forwards. The second thing we want to do out, out of that is hitting seven to 10,000 steps. Uh, the reason I say seven to 10 is everybody's got different lifestyles. Everybody's got different commitments. You may have a job whereby you're on your feet all day and getting 10,000 steps since a doddle. Or you might find that you walk or work from home and hitting over 5,000 steps is a real thought. So you don't have to, you know, 
hit a specific step target as such, but getting in, you know, at least 7,000 plus, getting in at least one walk a day is going to do you more good uh, than harm 100%. It's going to help you burn more calories throughout the day, which will help you with regards to fat loss anyway. Um, and it's just good to it's not good to sit all day and hardly move. It's not good from a health standpoint. I know they've done a few studies on, you know, getting 10,000 steps in a day and things like that. So yeah, I think from a health standpoint, a mental health standpoint as well, I think it's good to get outside uh, and just clear your head, especially if you're busy at work and you're sitting all day. Um, so yeah, getting seven to 10,000 steps in a day, I think is a, a really good target to aim for as well. So the pillar number three of the, the kind of foundations of uh, the, the kind of five main basics, number three is not letting one bad meal turn into many. Now, with regards to this one, right, a lot of people when they get into the, the diet zone or they're in the, the, the zone of, right, okay, my goal just now is I want to lose body fat. Quite often that usually means, right, okay, I'm not going to have anything bad this weekend. I'm going to restrict myself. I'm not eating any more crisps. If cake comes out of work, I'm not having any. We kind of go into this almost all or nothing mentality. So we kind of want to avoid that because long term, we're never going to be able to, uh, you know, stick to that indefinitely because we're always going to have things on. Plus, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to turn down some birthday cake on your birthday, for example, or, um, you know, sit with a Tupperware box eating out? Um, some porridge oats when everyone else is having an Indian takeaway. Uh, you know, you want to be able to still enjoy these things in life. So one rule I try to live by, and something I try to push on my clients as well, is not letting one bad meal turn into many. Because one bad meal will do, you know, bugger all in the grand scheme of things. Um, I think, again, a lot of people sometimes feel that they can't still make progress um, if they're having things, you know, that are deemed bad. Like if you're having a takeaway or you're going out for tea or you're having chocolate, and quite often, I think the reason for that is because quite often when we have those foods, we do seem to see a wee fluctuation on the scales. <clears throat> so for example, say you have an Indian takeaway tonight, which is going to be really high in salt, it's going to be really high in carbs, so there's a high chance that your body's going to uh, retain quite a lot of uh, fluid off the back of that meal, a lot of water weight. So next day, you're going to probably weigh three, four pounds heavier, sometimes more, uh, depending on what, how much you've ate. Uh, and it's not that you've gained two or three pounds of body fat, it's just that your body's holding a lot of um, kind of water weight off the back of having a really high carb, high salt meal. Um, so I think a lot of people, when they do have a takeaway, they go, oh my God, I've put on four pounds. Oh, what What the hell? It took me three weeks to lose that four pounds. I've just undone three weeks work. Well, the, the, the reality is you haven't. <laughs> Literally, if you get back on it, in a couple of days, you'll be back down to your lowest weight again. Um, so I think it's, yeah, again, focusing on that long game and not letting one bad meal turn into many. Because uh, one bad meal does bugger all. Don't be trying to go down in this uh, route of cutting out all bad meals until you get to your goal. Because again, it's, you know, what happens when you get to your goal? You just get to go back to what you were doing before and, and go back to square one. We want to try and do something that becomes the new normal. Um, and ha having that level of flexibility is super, super important. Now, number four of the five basics is loading up with veg at your main meals and getting at least two servings of fruit a day. Now, Firstly, loading up with veg at your main meals, again, will really help you, like with the first one with protein at your main meal, it will really help fill you up for longer. Um, because veg, there's a few good things with veg. Now, veg is super low in calories, but super high volume. So that means you can eat a lot of it uh, for the amount, of calories that, the, the, the amount of calories that are in it. If you had 200 calories worth of green veg versus 200 calories worth of chocolate, uh, yeah, you, you probably managed to eat three or four times the amount of chocolate than you would green veg. Uh, so the green veg is not that calorie um, dense where the, the chocolate really is. Um, so yeah, I would try to 
you know, try and load up with veg at your main meals. Like my go-to is mixed frozen, uh, mixed frozen veg, usually just for um, easiness because it's quite difficult sometimes prepping meals, especially throughout the day and things like that. So I find that the mixed frozen veg, throwing that in a plate, putting it in the microwave for four minutes and it's ready. It's really high uh, in fiber as well, which is really good. Fiber is basically, uh, there's not a nice way of saying this, it basically makes up your poo. Um, so yeah, it's really good for my digestive standpoint um, with regards to our digestive system. So you know, when your a meal's high in fiber, your body's getting, you know, the, the way your body absorbs that meal's a lot slower, so it'll keep you fuller for longer. That's what we want when we're losing body fat. What if you feel full? Because when you're full, the whole process is so much easier. When you're hungry, that's when, uh, you know, it's very easy to start snacking and things like that. So loading up with veggie at your main meals is going to definitely help. And then from the health standpoint, it's full of all the healthy vitamins and minerals and things like that. So yeah, from a health standpoint as well, yeah, we all know that veg is good for us. Uh, and then the two to three servings of fruit, um, I would just try to get a few staples in your diet. So for, for example, I'll tell you mine, I have 100 grams of grapes, 75 grams of blueberries and a banana pretty much nearly every day of the year. That's just my three kind of uh, servings of fruit that I have daily and I always have it uh, regardless if I'm losing body fat or I'm not losing body fat it's just a staple in my diet every time I do the food shop those foods are always uh, in the basket um, so yeah it's just having those staples in your diet and getting in the habit of having that so literally if you load up your meal with protein and load up with veg the whole process with regards to fat loss is going to be a hell of a lot easier and again fruit's got some good fiber in it as well it's full of all the good stuff vitamins minerals etc so from a health standpoint it's all fantastic as well two to three servings is more than enough uh, you don't need to be having more than that and no yes there is sugar in fruit but um yeah there's tons of benefits to having fruit i wouldn't avoid um fruit for having sugar in it there's sugar in loads of foods um so no i would just Two to three servings of fruit um, a day is probably bang on. Now, number five of the five basics to, to kind of focus on is getting at least seven hours of sleep every night. I read a book, oh God, what was that, 2019 maybe? 2018 actually? Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Now, literally, go and read that book or listen to the audiobook. Um, it sounds like a boring slog fest of a book about sleep, but completely changed my mindset for sleep. And since then, I've really made sleep a priority. Now, getting less than seven hours sleep a night, I know some people, again, like working with so many clients, I've seen people have really poor sleep quality and then others have really good sleep quality. And those that have really poor sleep habits, the whole process, again, is very difficult. When you're sleep deprived, your energy levels are on the floor. Your will, your willpower is on the floor. When you're sleep deprived, you often find that uh, you crave like sugar and, and high fat foods. Like you, cr you crave junk food. When I have a poor night's sleep, all I can think about is eating crap the next day. Um, so yeah, getting enough sleep in from that standpoint definitely helps with regards to fat loss. I think even just the energy side of things, because when your energy levels are low, the whole process, again, like I said, is really, really challenging. You don't have the motivation, willpower, or energy to go and exercise or get your steps in or stay on track. It's so easy um, you know, to take the, the path of least resistance when your energy levels and your, your willpower is low. So getting enough sleep in each night is absolutely essential. And then off the back of reading that book, Why We Sleep, literally, there's so many health benefits, it's insane. And the, how detrimental it is to your sleep getting less than, say, six hours a night is yeah kind of scary really scary uh, some of the diseases that can form off the back of that um so yeah it's really worth checking out because like for a point probably back in 2018 uh, before i read that book 2017 2018 uh, i was getting up really early every day but i wasn't going to my bed early i was you know i was maybe up at 5 a.m most days but i was probably going to my bed at like midnight half 11 11 uh, you know i was late bedded early up and I, I kind of just thought, oh, this is just part of the, you know, the grind, you know, you should just be getting up and getting on with it. Um, but yeah, felt pretty awful, to be honest. Um, and thinking back, I, I don't know how I did it for so long. I, I felt sick most of the time. And I just felt, 
yeah, horrible, absolutely horrible. So yeah, improving that is mad. Like I remember I would get to like two o'clock most days and I could honestly, the only thing I wanted to do was go and have a sleep. I was so tired all the time. It was horrible. Where now I'm never tired in the afternoon. Um, and it's just because I make sleep a priority. So yeah, there's loads of things we could talk about with sleep. Like, you know, but I think the main one, I would try and get into a habit of going to bed and waking up at the same time each day. So for me, I'll try and get to my bed by... 10 o'clock and be sleep by half 10 and I'll try and get up about six most days half five to six usually 6 a.m when I'm naturally waking up and when you get into the habit of going to bed at the same time getting up at the same time your body kind of adapts to that and it becomes almost um in sync and uh, so it becomes so much easier so like for example I'd, I never use my alarm it never goes off because I just waking up naturally just because I'm in such a routine yeah okay weekend you might find that you're up a little bit later or whatever and yeah that's absolutely fine but most of the time try and get into a good routine with your sleep um because yeah getting enough sleeping is absolutely essential and if you read that book it'll kind of scare you into uh, prioritizing it because it totally did that with me so going over those five basics to focus on to kickstart your progress now these like i say they're like the foundations to build on so number one was protein at each meal time so again it keeps you fuller for longer and um, it's get help give you better energy levels it's gonna make the process easier number two was hitting one to three strength workouts and getting seven to 10,000 steps in a day. If you want to look lean, toned, or defined, getting the strength workouts in is essential. The step counts get help you stay active, keep burning calories and burning body fat. Number three was never let one bad meal turn into many. Remember, one bad meal does bugger all. Yeah, you might see your weight go up for a day or two, but it will come back down if you get back on it. One bad meal does bugger all in the grand scheme of things. Get back on it with your next meal and you'll be fine. Do not feel guilty. No one is expecting you to be perfect. Number four was load up on veg at your main meals and try to get two to three servings of fruit in. Again, both of these are full of fiber, which is get help fill you, up, fill you up for longer. They're both low calorie, high volume foods. You get to eat a lot of them. Uh, I would try and load up on veg with at least two of your main meals, bare minimum lunch and supper, and then get two to three servings of fruit in a day. That's only, gay. again, get make the whole process so much easier. And it's great from a health standpoint as well. And then fifth and final one, was getting at least seven plus hours of sleep every night. Um, you know, if you're neglecting sleep, it's going to be very hard. Everything you do is going to be more of a challenge. We've all got bad habits with sleep. I think most people probably stay on their phone late at night, do things like that. It's, it's very difficult to break some of those habits, but um, if you focus on that one, that probably makes, it's probably, to be honest, it's probably the most important one out of the whole lot. Um, because if you're sleep deprived, it's very hard. And I know, like, for example, you know, we've got a, a young one, a lot of guys like, a year and a half and it, yeah you get a few bad nights and it's it's bloody tough and there's, there's nothing you can sometimes do about it which is yeah totally understandable but i'm talking about when our sleep habits are poor and it's just down to our, our own poor habits uh, you know we're maybe not going to our bed at a decent time or maybe staying on our phone to last thing at night on instagram or tiktok or whatever it is uh, you know it's it's when we need to take responsibility for that and start, you know, making sure that we are getting enough sleep. Yeah, if you've got kids, you're kind of screwed. You've just got to survive uh, for the time being. But um, yeah, if it's on you and you're like, right, well, the only reason I've got bad sleep habits is because I'm staying up. <laughs> it's my own it's my own doing kind of thing. Then yeah, do something about that and I'll make a massive difference. So yeah, hope you found that useful. Five basics to kind of focus on to kickstart your progress. Literally, if you do all five of those, you're getting me in a fantastic place. That's massively get kickstart you in the right direction. And then you can kind of build on things as you go. Um, but yeah, hope everyone's having a good Friday so far. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to wait, well, tomorrow actually, tomorrow morning. Um, God, in 26 hours, I think it is. It's kind of scary. We're running the 102 mile relay. This is myself, Ian, and Michael. So probably next week, I'll probably do a podcast on that and give you an overview of the, the ultra, what it was like, um, the kind of... Uh, 
I don't know, atmosphere, environment, like what can, I, I've never been to something like this. So I, to be honest, I've never been to a running event before. I've always just run just randomly outside. <laughs> I've never gone to an event. So quite excited to see what it's all like um, and see how it goes. We're, gonna, we're starting off at 11 a.m. Um, to, uh, tomorrow and probably hoping to be finished like 5 a.m.-ish probably around about that time. And we'd love to do it in under like 16 hours, but not sure if that's doable. Um, we'll wait and see because some of the route maybe looks quite tough but um and the, the thing is we're getting running like four times so you at different distances like some of the runs will be three miles some will be 15 some will be four or some will be seven and uh, there's a few different runs um so we're running about 31 to 35 miles each um, which will be really good but yeah not sure how it's going to be with regards to say you do a seven mile run then you've got a two-hour break and then you're on again uh that's going to be quite challenging because i'm guessing you're going to stiffen up so i have the foam roller and things there get to make sure i've got plenty of fuel on board and see how it goes but yeah i will update everyone next week and let you know how it goes and give you my takeaways from it first time doing something like this but um yeah quite interesting to see how it goes but no hope everyone's having a good week so far and we'll catch up with everyone next week